And we're live, people. Hold on a sec. Uh, welcome to the Art of Relationships radio show. The Art, the Art of, of Relationships radio show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Kaczynski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Relationship and Greg Dinsky, also known as Master G, the Art of Relationships Club, covers crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical connections in romantic relationships. You're also welcome to call to listeners on how to engage in relationships. Heard of the Hey people, welcome. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. I'm Detroit's love guru, Greg Dzinski, and welcome live Wednesday night. Um, I want to have a little bit of a fun show, and it's sort of going to be two-pronged, uh, two-parted, if you will, and I'm going to talk about sexual anxieties. I did a similar show like this. It's been probably a year ago, so I want to bring it up again, have a little bit of, of fun with, well, maybe it's not fun, sexual anxieties, and another part is um, it might be a little bit fun too, but it also might be a little bit... Um, Unnerving is something I heard on another local Detroit radio station, excuse me, on the way to uh, teaching a class this week. And it is about holiday breakups. You want to break up with somebody. I know I'm all about saving relationships as all, if all possible. And talk about breakups. Do you break up before the holidays or do you wait until after the holidays? So I talked about this in a a class this week as well. So we're going to talk about this a little bit and what should you do, what would you do, and throw some uh, scenarios out there as well. Uh, I know I'm all about saving relationships, um, doing whatever I can to save them. So I want to um, get with that situation and we're going to talk about that. And as always, give me a call. I want to hear your questions, your comments. Doesn't matter what the topic of the show is. Um, Give me a call, 313-614-9498. Okay, again, 313-614-9498. And you can always text me or chat below, right below. Throw out your questions, your comments. I'd love to hear it, okay? And also, I want to welcome the listeners. A little bit of technical glitch on my end um, from Core Worldwide Core Radio. Welcome, everybody. Uh, the show, the Art of Relationships radio show, is going to be a part of Core uh, Radio, Worldwide Core Radio here out of Detroit as well. So I want to welcome all the listeners from there. And we already have a comment. We're going to get into this. Um, someone mentioned that, you know, just broke up with a guy, learned he was a felon and lied about it. But bye. Holidays are not relieved. I, You know what? We're going to get into all these situations um or not i get you know mention we're already getting like i said the show is about you so why don't we go there you know is that fair of me to do if he totally lied about his felony status 
that's up to you. It's not a right or wrong. It's what you feel is right for you, okay? It's not a right or wrong. It's not a bad thing, you know, whatever. You have to look at, you know, in your gut, and people that know me, listen to the show, talking about, you know, go with your gut instincts, okay? Nine times out of ten, your gut is going to be right on the money. So you need to do what you feel is best for you at that particular time, okay? So go with your gut instincts. Um, Also, I want to give a shout out to, um, oh, not a shout out, but everybody to that's been sharing my stuff, that's been sharing my information about my book that you can find on Amazon is Love's Essence, The Relationship Guide, okay? You can check it out on my Facebook page. My website also is theartofrelationships.org. So you can check it out and... I'm going to be announcing winners that have shared this post. You still have time. Uh, you can share about the radio show. Uh, I put on that, and I'm going to announce the winners right about 9.30 Michigan time, so about 25 minutes from now. Um, I'm going to raffle off three books, and I'm going to have another contest next week. Uh, more books, but I'm also going to give away Four free sessions, counseling sessions, if you need them, okay? If you want them, I'm going to give away four free sessions, um, and it's going to be available to anybody in the United States. And we can do Skype. We can do phone sessions um, just to help people out and for the holidays to say thank you for all the support I get. And that will be given away next week Um during the radio show, okay? So I will announce winners at that time, and we'll go from there, okay? So I'm um, going to talk about, maybe we'll get into it and talk about sexual anxieties at the second half of the show since we're already there. What are people's take on, you know, should you break up or wait through the holidays? And it, it was interesting. You know, we talked about this in class. What would you do, and how would you handle it as a problem, right? How would you help if a client came to you how would you handle this? You know what? I want to break up. Should I wait till after the holidays? Should I wait before the holiday? What a topic to talk about before the holidays. Everybody's going to get all paranoid now and worried about, oh, oh shit, Emma, is my boyfriend, is my girlfriend going to break up with me now? You know, Greg's talking about it. Maybe they're thinking about this. You need to look at um, the situation are you able to look at, you know, are there things going on in a relationship that you sort of Maybe you're not going to be surprised that there's going to be a breakup coming up. There's a lot of distance. They're not talking to you as much. Um, maybe they're ignoring you a lot. There's a lot of signs potentially of breakups, right? Do you talk about it? Are you always blowing off situations? So maybe you're not going to be so surprised. But I, I want to hear comments below, and I'd love to hear people call in if you're not so shy. Give me a buzz, 313 614-9498. And as always, you're going to be anonymous, okay? You're going to hear people that I mention below in the chat. I'm going to call their names and so forth. It's only because they gave me permission to use their names, okay? Um, they've been listening to the show, following me for a long time. So if you, you know, give me permission to use your name, I will. If not, I'm not disrespecting you. Um, I want to protect your privacy and, you know, take that into consideration, okay? So, you know, do you, what would you do, you know? what Would you wait until after the holidays because, let's face it, you feel guilty. Oh, my God, 
I like her family. I like his family. Uh, you know, what can we, I can't break up with somebody after the holiday, you know, until after the holidays. That's just mean. That's rude. You know, that's cruel. I can't do that. So do you sell yourself out? And I'm going to throw a scenario out there. Um, like I said, there was a caller on the radio show where I heard this. And, okay, I stole this idea from that. Well, it's it's an age-old question. You know, I've gotten over the years, too. What do I do? Do I break up, wait for the holidays? And there's a lot of guilt and a lot of emotional turmoil that goes along with it. You know, am I going to be a jerk or am I going to be, you know, mean for breaking up before the holidays or, you know, whatever happens. Now you're looking at, do I break up, you know, okay, after Christmas, I'll break up. Oh, crap. Now we got Valentine's Day. I can't do that. And it goes on and on and on. What do you do with that situation? I, I want to hear comments below. Would you wait until after the holidays because, let's face it, the guilt, the emotional tug of war going on, or, you know what, would you do it right away? Let's face it, you know, uh, it saves you money. You don't have to buy a Christmas gift for that person anymore, right? What a jerk. <laughs> oh, man, it saves me money. I'm going to hurry up and break up with them before Christmas um, or, you know, the holidays. And this goes for, you know, Hanukkah. Um, oh, crap. Hold on, people. Sorry. Also known also known as as Oops, sorry. <laughs> I hit a wrong button, so I apologize. Um, and we mentioned, you know, another individual, you know, mentioned it's worse if you suffer through the holidays in a bad relationship. I think so. But you look at a lot of the situations where I'm going to throw a wrench into this, not only a breakup, okay? I'm going to add a little mix to this. What if you want to file for divorce? Oh, Right? I'm going to throw this out there. What would you do? You want to get a divorce. You are tired of it. You're sick of it. Um, you want out. You want, you're not healthy. And I'm going to add another little twist to it, okay? You have kids. Oh, my God, you have kids. Say, you know, they're not one years old where they might not know any different. They're maybe six years old, five years old, 13, 14 Ooh, now what do you do? Do you file divorce papers before Christmas? Wait till after because you don't want to ruin Christmas for the kids and all this stuff. And say, you know what, it's even a couple months leading up to Christmas or the holidays, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, you know, whatever you practice, okay? So what do you do, you know, do you think about the kids? These are all emotional struggles and emotional tug-of-wars that you know, I've dealt with over the years, and it was funny because I got stole, you know, I borrowed, stole the idea from a radio station here in Detroit on my way to teach this week, and um, I said, "Oh, this would be a cool topic to talk about because I I deal with this um, this time of year about this very situation." Greg, I want to end the relationship, but you know, I got this guilt. I have all these issues I deal with, and you look at, do you? Always, are you the type of person that always thinks about everybody else, right? I'm worried about, oh, it's going to hurt their feelings. It's going to, I can't do that during the holidays. It's going to crush them, break them up. I can't do that over the holidays. Or, you know, do you take that hit? Or do you do, you know what, I need to do what's best for me. That's not being selfish. I'm not being mean. I'm doing what's true 
to me as a person, okay? Um, so it, it's a very difficult situation. I'm not even going to get into why you, reasons you break up. You know, there's affairs, cheating, addiction. Um, I, I'm not even going to get into reasons for breaking up. I'm going to just get into should you wait until after the holidays or do it before, okay? And like I said, we're going to, we're getting into it to where, you know, I threw a wrench into it. Not only a breakup where there's maybe no kids involved, whatever, right? That might be more cut and dry. Yeah, maybe not. But if there's a divorce and there's kids involved, oh my God, you've been married for 10 years and you want to end it. You want to call it quits. And all of a sudden, you know, how can I do that to her family, to his family, to the kids? What do you do? I want to hear comments below. Um, a couple of people are saying, you know, just do it as soon as possible and be honest with the kids because there is never going to be a good time. Ooh, there never is going to be a good time, but is there going to be a better time? You know what? Is there going to be a better time uh, for that? There's no perfect time. You're absolutely right. But is there going to be more of a appropriate time or do you wait for... After Christmas, because you don't want to ruin Christmas, right? Yeah, we had a great Christmas, and then mom filed for a divorce, dad filed for a divorce. Yep, ruined our new year. So, oh my God, we can't ruin the new year, so we're going to wait. Um, there's no right or wrong reason to do this, of course. If there's, you know, domestic violence, you know, I said, you know, it doesn't matter what the reason is for the divorce or breakup, but I agree, you know, domestic violence. Um, you have to look at safety for the kids, safety for yourself as well. And I, I did a show, you know, a couple, probably a couple months ago about you have to look at um, setting yourself up when there's domestic violence because you do not want to get in a situation to where, you know, you have nowhere to go, no money. But, you know, well, that's a totally different situation. Um, a lot of people do you look at, um, do you wait? What is holding you back, okay? What is holding you back from maybe pulling the plug, breaking up, filing for divorce? Um, and I agree. And, you know, someone, you know, mentioned below too, not really. Birthdays come up, other holidays. It looks better to just do it right away because then they can come back at the parents and ask if it was a Christmas for show. You know what? That happens a lot, and it, it depends on the kids, right? A lot of kids, if they're older, they might understand more, but if they're younger, they're going to look at, oh, my God, our Christmas is ruined and all this stuff, or, you know, when they get older, yeah, they're just staying together to make it through the holidays, and there's been a lot of families that wait until after the holidays, you know, after New Year's, okay, now we're going to tell the kids we're getting a divorce, <clears throat> at least we didn't ruin their Christmas, so does that mean the rest of their Christmas or birthdays are ruined? As the individual mentioned, I'm all about being honest and being upfront with the kids, okay? And of course, it's not the kids' fault, right? It's between mom and dad. <clears throat> Excuse me. It is not about the kids, okay? So what would be holding you back from maybe waiting until after the holidays versus doing it right away, okay? What do you do... Are you able to look at, you know, 
Is it your own guilt and shame or whatever? I'm not saying you're you're the not you're the dumper. You're not the dumpy, okay? You're the one that wants to break up. You're the one that wants to get out of the relationship. What would be holding you back from waiting until after the holiday season to break up? To dump that person at you for and like I said, I'm not getting into reasons, whatever. What would be holding you back? Is it guilt? Is it you know, the emotional tug of war that's going on with those situations, okay? And we, it's an individual decision, okay? I, I just want to know, and I'm not saying there's a right way, wrong way. My philosophy maybe do it to get over with, right? Why would you want to torment somebody? Not that you're tormenting them, but you're tormenting yourself too because you're not happy, in a situation, and do you want to prolong it? And I'm not saying, okay, one day I decide I'm going to break up, whatever, and that's it. No, I'm talking about you want to get in a situation. You know, you you've known you want to break up for a while. Okay, you know it's not working. You've tried everything. You went round and round. You know in your gut instinct, nothing's going to work, and you're going to break up. Okay, you're going to do it now. Do I pull the plug before? Like I said, maybe I, I'm a man and I'm looking. I'm looking from the the situ, I'm looking from the situation. Yeah, I'm a man. I'm going to save money. I'm going to do it. Hell yeah, I'm going to do it before the holidays. Woo! Saves me money. And we're going to get in the situation. What's going on? And I think we got a caller. Hey, welcome to the Art of Relationships Radio Show. You're live on the air. Oh. We just lost it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and we're going, hopefully they call back, whatever. And, you know, you look at this and one individual, you know, have a mature conversation with, you know, the other spouse and agree to speak with the kids together. I'm all about that. Oh, here we go. Maybe we'll take a call. Hey, hey welcome. Guys. This is the start of Relationships Radio Show. You're on live. Hey, Greg. Hey, Kai, what's up? From Core Radio, I mentioned at the beginning of the show, uh, the Art of Relationship just joined Worldwide Core uh, Radio. Kai, what's up? I'm just calling to welcome you and say hello to everyone, and I hope everything's going wonderfully. Um, actually, um, you listeners might not be able to hear me on Core Radio. Um, I had a little bit of tech difficulty i text you a little bit okay so okay. um don't feel bad we were having the same technical difficulties <laughs> oh, oh sorry to hear that i other than that i hope your show went okay so oh what um i don't know if you're listening but i'm going to ask you since i got you on the phone um talking about should people they want to break up or get divorced they know this okay in their gut instinct should they wait until after the holidays are not. And I told people, I got this idea. I, I deal with this often throughout the years, but it was on the radio, a radio show here in Detroit. And they brought it up. And I said, oh, crap, this would be a great topic to talk about. Would you wait till after the holidays or would you dump them right away before? Well, brings to some people and the loneliness that it can bring. So 
I would think that maybe in that case, you may want to wait until after the holidays. But if it's just an ugly situation and you need to get out, I'd say it doesn't matter what time of year, leave. Cool. That's, you know, I was talking about this and, you know, people, is it just a, an excuse about the kids too? You don't want to ruin their holiday, whatever, but is there always going to be an excuse or whatever that, or should you just pull the plug? And I agree. Divorce situations might be different when there's kids involved. What do you do? Yeah, when there's kids involved, it's a very, very touchy situation. All you can do is be a responsible parent and have you both sit down with the child and explain to them what's going on and that your life is moving forward in different directions and that you're better off separate than you are together. Now, again, is that before the holidays or would you wait? Ooh. I'd probably wait until after. Why? Why? It's about the kids? The holidays is about, you know, for me, my holidays is about my son. Okay. And so I enjoy I enjoy his happiness on the holidays. That's my holiday joy. That's what I get. That's where I get my joy from during the holidays. A lot of parents do. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna just say your son's birthday is January 23rd. Now what do you do? <laughs> well, what do you do then? So you're not, but it's his birthday, and you don't want to ruin his birthday. You just said your son's everything. You gotta turn it upside on that one. You get two birthdays. <laughs> it's not easy. I agree. It's not easy. Yeah, cool. But it's gotta happen sooner or later. So you know, especially waiting for after the holidays. That sometimes the holidays are some of the most difficult times for people. So. No, I agree. I agree. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> and that's Kai from you, Kai from uh, Worldwide uh, Core Radio. So thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Okay. Bye bye. I don't. Hopefully, everybody heard that. It might have been a little crackly, whatever going on. But yeah, a lot of situations we're talking about. Um, you know, do you wait? Do you postpone? Do you deal with the situation? You know, you have kids. And then, you know, I threw, I'm always about being a smart ass and stirring stuff up and looking at, okay, in her situation, you know, do you look at, you know, okay, the kids now, one kid's birthday's end of January. Do we wait for that? You know, what do you prolong it? Now, and I'm going to throw a further wrench into the situation and you look at, you know, Give this scenario out in a little bit, okay? Now I want to read some more. Um, an individual also mentioned, when I was an older kid, my mom left my dad, and I was happy it wasn't a big deal during the holidays. They separated before the holidays. Now, being an older kid, it does. It may, you know, is it older? Do they understand what's going on versus younger? Um And you were happy it wasn't a big deal during the holidays. That's, you know, that's good. And you look at... Do you do it? What happens if it's a week before Christmas, a month before? Um, you know, timing could play a role into it too. Like I said, there's no right or wrong. I'm throwing it out here as a conversation piece, okay? Another one mentions uh, maybe one's own self-esteem and insecurities. Maybe they would rather be with the wrong person versus being alone, especially through the holidays. Ooh, that is... 
a very, very good one. And, you know, we talked about that, too, is that because of the situation to where, you know what, maybe you don't want to be alone. Would that cause you to wait through the holidays? But also, not only, you know, through the holidays, are you going to wait because you don't want to be alone in those insecurities? Are you going to maybe prolong the breakup or the divorce because of that reason only, even though you're miserable, but you're going to be more miserable through the holidays being alone or being broken up in that situation. And it's, um, again, it's a very, it's an individual battle. It's an individual emotional decision-making process. I'm not going to say it's a dilemma. I'm not going to say it's traumatic. It can be, but I'm going to get in, you know, what do you do? What would you do? Um, not a right or wrong situation. I, with me, I cannot fake stuff. Okay. I can't fake if I'm not into somebody, if I'm not, if I want out, if I'm not, um, in love with that person, whatever, I I can't fake it. And especially, you know, during the holidays, that situation, whatever, I'd rather be real and be legit than try to fake a situation that I want to maintain that relationship. I, I can't, some people are like that. And again, it's not a right or wrong situation to get into. It's one of doing what's best for you at that particular time. Okay. It's doing again, what you feel is best for you. And it's not about other people, right? And a lot of people will use this. You know, I don't want her family to hate me. I don't want his family to hate me. The kids and all this stuff, we can we can go on and on about scenarios. It's a situation. Maybe you have friends that are in this situation that, you know what, maybe they're asking for advice. What do you do? You have to do what you feel is best at that given time, okay? And, um, and talking about, you know, the loneliness through the holidays, and I'm going to get into, I'm going to talk about uh, next week. I usually do, every year I do a special show on grief uh, through the holidays, okay? So I'm going to, it's sort of a, a bummer topic, but it's one that is very, very uh, true. And a lot of people don't understand that through the holidays can be very, very depressing for a lot of people, okay? It can be, you know, grief stricken. A lot of people lost loved ones, especially close to the holidays or the first year dealing with the loss of a loved one, you know, the milestone, first year going through birthdays, anniversaries, um, that type of thing, vacation, anniversaries, you know, whatever it is in the holidays, Thanksgiving can be very devastating, very, very depressing for a lot of people out there. And a lot of, maybe a lot of people don't get that. So I'm going to do that next week, um, a special episode on grief, sort of step away from relationships in a way, but, and try to cover on that situations. Okay. Um, now going on this, okay. Maybe once, uh, it depends on the kid about, you know, leave breaking up. If you know your child well enough and know it is going to take a huge toll on a child, then no, I would not do it. But if the child would feel relief as well, then of course. Um, but again, um, you're basing your situation on the kid. If it would create an emotional toll on the kid, you know your kid. Now, I'm going to throw a wrench into this as well. Is it your kid's own issues or your kids, you're worried about your kid's own emotions or is it just your your fears and your own insecurities that you're going to damage your child or children if you did 
break up before the holiday versus wait for the holiday? Is that your own insecurities as a parent? Or is it actually, you know, about your child? I, I'm going to throw a lot of people look at, oh, I can't do this because it's your own guilt. It's your own issues. Maybe the kid will be okay. They're going to be sad. They're going to be whatever. But they might not be traumatized. Their Christmas might not be ruined, okay? So you have to do the situation. Is this about, you know, actually your kid or is it all about your own insecurity and your own emotional and guilt-stricken dilemmas that you try to it's for the best interest of the kid where maybe, you know, they're going to cry. They're going to be sad. But you know what? Maybe they're going to be okay. Maybe they're going to be fine. You know what? Kid, get, Once they start playing with presents and all that stuff, um, maybe they'll be cool. You don't know. Again, nothing is guaranteed. It's nothing guaranteed that you wait till the holidays, right? Maybe your kid would be fine or children would be okay with that. It's how you respond, how you react to it. Now, if you're turmoil, if you are grief-stricken, if you are guilt-ridden, and you play that on and allow your kids, their emotions to suck your emotions off of you, does that make sense? Sorry. You know, if your kids are playing off of you and, you know, their emotions are played off of you, you as the adult, you as the parent, you need to watch that, okay? That's your job to pay attention to that and allow that your, you know, your emotions don't get overwhelming that your children feed off of that. Maybe that's said better. <laughs> okay. Um, I want you, you know, it, it's a very difficult situation. There's a lot of ifs, a lot of, you know, what ifs to deal with, you know, should I break up? Should I not? Again, it's an individual decision. It's not a right or wrong. I'm going to get ready for a break, but I'm going to leave you with this one situation. There was a caller, like I said, give credit on the radio show, and this made a lot of sense. And I talked about this in class uh, this week about now what happens. Um, one was going to wait for the holiday, right? To break up with her boyfriend, long-term boyfriend. Wanted to break up with him. I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, Got to wait for the holiday, right? Well, then after the holiday, his birthday was like the second week of January. Well, I can't break up. Um, it's his birthday. I can't do that to him. I can't do that with him. I got to wait for his birthday. Right after his birthday, the guy she wanted to break up with, her boyfriend, his father died, passed away, unfortunately. Now, oh my God, I can't break up with him now. And it took a year later for her wanting to get out of a relationship that maybe she could have been out of beforehand. And do you are you sacrificing your happiness? And you know, are you being a martyr? And are you being miserable for you know doing that situation? So you don't know what the next day will bring. You you don't know. You don't know. I I don't know. Um, I might have a, you know, what do you call it? <laughs> a glass ball here, right? <laughs> Crystal ball on my dome. No, I don't. But you look at, um, you know, you don't know what the next day brings. And do you use the adage, you know what? Um, don't put off, you know, till tomorrow what you can do today. You don't know. In that situation, you know, wait until the holidays, then his birthday, then his father passed away, and now she's like, oh, I can't leave him now. 
And it was a year after that. And here she didn't want to be with him, didn't love him anymore, was miserable, but still stayed in that situation. So that's going to give you a little bit of a feedback. I'm going to take a little breather. And when we come up, um, we are going to, <clears throat> excuse me, we're going to switch it up a little bit and go into sexual anxieties, maybe sexual hangups as well. And I talk about this in my book too. And um, we're going to get into this, okay? And again, my book, Love's Essence, The Relationship Guide, it is basically a second edition to my first book, um, Seize That Total Connection. Um, it's an enhanced edition, if you will. There's five to six additional chapters, more content, and it's better edited, not as many typos. Um, that is available on Amazon. Again, Love's Essence, The Relationship Guide, that's available on Amazon. You can check it out on my website, too, a link to it, um, theartofrelationships.org, okay? Now, we are going to get into, we're going to take a break. We're going to get into, do you have sexual anxieties? Oh my God, I can't have sex with the lights on because body image issues. So we're going to have a little bit, maybe a fun. I'm not making fun of people, not at all. But I want to help you through those anxieties. And you know what? Do you have anxieties, the same sexual anxieties you do maybe when you're 18? <gasps> Did I, did I say sex and teens? <laughs> 18 that you do when you're 30, 40 years old. Are they still present? And what do we do about those, okay? So don't go anywhere. I'm going to be back shortly and pay attention. Thanks. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. I'm going to be back in a couple minutes. Thank you. Quite a while. 
back people <clears throat> clear my throat <coughs> welcome back this is the art of relationships radio show detroit's love guru um another name master g don't even i'll get into that later well welcome everybody listening for the first time hopefully you're enjoying the show um a little babbling going on too much going on on my part <laughs> i'll try to be clear about first part of the show done and over talk about you know would you wait to break up or file for divorce after the holidays, or do you do it before the holidays? You know, that's up to you. It's very subjective, okay? Now we're going to move on into sexual anxieties. How many people have sexual anxieties out there, and what do you do to get rid of them, okay? We're not talking, and we all have taboos. You know, we all have stuff that you might not be into. Some people, you know, a lot of people might not like Anal sex. Some people might not want to get into uh, swinging, S and M, B and D. I'm not talking about those behaviors. Okay, I'm not talking about those because you need to maintain, you know, what you don't like. That doesn't. That's not what I'm talking about. Insecurity. There's a difference between what you don't like, what you're not about, and then being insecure. Okay. There's a lot of different. Attitudes, and I talk about it, like I said, in the book, 
Love's Essence, the Relationship Guide, available on Amazon. Okay, the big, is that an A? I don't know. But we're going to get into <coughs> that in a bit about sexual anxiety. So I want to think about, I want you to think about maybe do you have sexual angst, sexual anxieties that sort of get in the way of you enjoying a freer sex life, more enjoyable, more relaxed sex life, um, where you don't have to worry about, you know, even not in the back of your head, but even right here, oh my God, I, I can't get on top because he's going to think I'm fat, my belly roll, or, you know, my boobs aren't big enough, or they're saggy, or whatever, or the guys, right? I, I deal with a lot of guys, uh, you know, penis size, I don't last as long, I'm not good enough. It's both, it's not just women. Believe it or not, ladies, men have, you know, sexual anxieties or fears as well. So we're going to get into those in a little bit. Or maybe, guys, maybe my tongue's not big enough. No. <laughs> okay, I did say that. Um, but, um, yes, guys, you should use your damn tongue and use it well. But anyways, we're going to get into those sexual anxieties in a bit. But first, I need to announce winners of... The book. I said I'm giving away three. Oh God, I'm giving away too many. I'm giving. I'm going to give away four books uh, this week. Okay, next week um, I'm giving away four free counseling sessions. They can be individual or they can be, of course, couples. Okay, which I deal with in my office. You know, probably eighty percent of my clients are. You know, couples, either living together, dating, or marriage. Um, I work with swingers, bisexual couples, lesbian, gay, um, heterosexual, of course. <laughs> you know, I work with a wide range of clients. So whatever I can do, I'm going to, I can do to help, okay? If everything's great in your life and you don't need the sessions, I'm going to ask that you please, you know, maybe offer them to somebody else, okay? Because, you know, I'm going to help somebody in need and everything and try to get them on track before the holidays. So I'm going to give those away next week, okay? And doesn't matter. They're only, I should say it doesn't matter if you're in another state, but unfortunately because of the phone or Skype aspects, they are only going to be allowed to, the winner's going to be, has to be in the continental United States, okay? Other than that, that's cool. We can do Skype sessions, phone sessions, Whatever works for you, and they can be couples, uh, they can be individuals. So whatever works for you, okay? And the winners. Yeah, Greg, get at the winners. The winners of the book for sharing the post on the, of the radio show or the video of my book, Love's Essence, are Don. I hope I don't butcher any names. <clears throat> they are Don Bobolts, Bubblets. Anyway, Don, B-U-B-O-L-T-Z, congratulations. Um, Colleen Davis, Kim Wilton, and a Monica Polica, Polica, okay, P-A-W-L-I-C-A. So Don, Colleen, Kim Wilton, and Monica Polica, congratulations. Yeah, I'm going to ship you a book at my cost, the cheap, cheapest route way <laughs> I'm going to do that. So 
what you can do, you can private message me your address so I can get those in the mail, okay? I'm going to try to get those in the mail tomorrow. If not, it'll be Friday, okay? It depends on my schedule tomorrow. I'll try to get those in the mail. Uh, so you can private message me your addresses, and I will get those out. Thank you very much for people sharing my stuff, and please keep sharing. I appreciate it. I want the show. I want to help as many people as I can. Also, I will post the winners, of course, maybe tonight after the show or first thing tomorrow morning and with the instructions to private message me. Okay, now let's get on the sexual anxieties. What are your sexual anxieties? Are you fearful of, right? Do you have body image issues? Oh my God, my butt's too big. I, I You got to, you know, turn the lights off. I don't want you to see it. I don't want you to see my cellulite, my freaking... Uh, very gross, I mean, very <laughs> varicose veins. I, I don't want you to see my flabby breasts. I don't want you to, oh my God, I'm not freaking, I got a beer belly. I don't want my girlfriend or wife to really see it. Do they feel it? Maybe, right? But seeing it might be different. So there's a lot of sexual anxieties, especially when, let's face it, when some people have um, kids, ladies, right? How many Women are sort of your sexual anxieties kick up when you have kids, you know, all surrounded body image, right? We can categorize, I can't even talk, (laughs) we can put into categories um, sexual anxieties. They can be, you know, physical, which, let's face it, you know, they can be, of course, physical body image aspects, Any anything to do with body image aspects, okay? Now... The other aspect is our physical, or I'm sorry, emotional, psychological anxieties, which could be very traumatic, okay? They could be anxieties from childhood sexual abuse, being raped, and people that know, I never joke about those aspects, and I deal with those very frequently and have in the past and still do in my practice here in Detroit, Um Maybe they're, you know, emotional taboos. Maybe they're anxieties about, you know what, you're not supposed to like sex. You're not supposed to enjoy sex. And, you know, I doubt I deal with, you know, that today, as a matter of fact, you know, maybe how you're raised, religious beliefs, whatever, that, you know, oh, if I have sex, you know, and I like it, I'm not supposed to. I'm a woman. That makes me a slut, a whore. No, it doesn't. It makes you human. It makes you okay. You should be able to enjoy sex. It's it's a human pleasure, if you will. It's very human, very natural. But a lot of people have the emotional anxieties and fears about sex. Now, how do you get around them and how do you get away from them? One thing you need to tell, you know, where did these ideas come from? Where do these concepts come from? Okay. Hitting on the emotional aspects. Okay. Do they, you know, are they right? Are they true? Even though you were taught this your whole life by maybe parents, grandparents, foster, whoever raised you, you know what? Are they really accurate or no? Is it wrong to enjoy sex? Ladies, is it wrong to want sex, to desire sex, to be assertive sexually? I'm saying, hell, woohoo, no. <laughs> you know what? Be, be assertive, ladies, please. You know, it makes us feel wanted. It makes us feel desired, whatever. But a lot of women might have, again, anxieties about being assertive sexually, you know what, or even telling the situation to where, you know what, I don't want to tell him 
I like this or whatever because, oh my God, he might think I'm, I'm bad, I'm a slut. I'm no, not at all. It, it means you're confident in what you want and what you need. But a lot of, you know, with the sexual anxieties about a lot of women, well, men too, about voicing that or being sexually assertive with your partner, you know what? What happens if he turns me down? <gasps> you know what? A lot of our sexual anxieties might trigger from fear of rejection. If he says no, you know what? I'm tired. Oh my God, maybe he's not turned on by me anymore. Maybe he's not attracted to me. Maybe he doesn't love me. And men deal with these issues too, but men, right? It's okay for men to be rejected and take the hit. We're manly men, right? It doesn't hurt us. We're supposed to be okay. <laughs> no, it hits us too. For a lot of us, you know, men have sexual anxieties too. So it's okay for you. I want you to gain more confidence and it's okay to be assertive, ladies. Matter of fact, I promote it. Maybe I beg women to be sexually assertive, okay? But it's very difficult emotionally to be that way if you've been, let's face it, sexually abused as a kid. You've been, you know, raped, um, that type of aspect, okay? Or you've been in a very abusive relationship. And yes, in relationships with a boyfriend or um, even married, husbands can rape their wives, Okay, again, I can't tell you how many times I've dealt with this situation, and I get it. You know what? You might, a lot of women are just doing it for safety or whatever. I don't ever want women, or men for that matter, to just go through the motions and feel they have to do it. I want women and men to enjoy sex, to not have any anxieties or hang-ups, Okay. And what would it take for you to get through those, the emotional hangups, to tell yourself it's okay to enjoy sex? There's nothing wrong with it. I own that. I have power over that, even though if it was taken away from me at a younger age, if it was taken away from me because of sexual being sexually abused by my dad and uncle, um, my mom even, a brother, I could, this, yeah, it happens. And you know what? They took that away from me. I did not give that. I own my body. I own my sexuality. They don't. And to be able to own that, and I can't, you know, that, these are just quick tips, okay? It's not going to happen overnight. I want to make that clear. I would love it, but that's not realistic, okay? So a lot of those emotional hangups can come from religious beliefs, you know, how we're taught, you know, about women aren't, you know, Victorian area that, you know, women aren't supposed to enjoy sex. They're not supposed to, you know, be assertive with it. It's all about the male pleasure. Forget that. I'm all about pleasing the ladies out there too. Yeah, most of us men out there are about, well, I would hope most men. If not, maybe they need their butts kicked and they need to start pleasing their ladies. It needs to be all about the ladies because they're going to enjoy it more, right? Hell yeah. And maybe want to make love with you more. Okay. Emotional, um, other emotional maybe anxieties might be, right? Maybe if I feel like just a piece of me and it's not, yeah, there's men out there that feel like, oh, she just wants me to have sex uh, just for her own benefit. She could care less about me. She just wants to use me. Yes. I'm not joking. There's men out there in that situation too, not just the ladies. And of course, 
you know, the lady. So when you don't feel that emotional connection, you could have emotional anxieties. Maybe I need to do it. It's my wifely duty. It's my, oh, give me the willies. <laughs> um, wifely duty or my husband duty in all those aspects to be able to trigger, um, you know, all these emotional anxieties that hit up. And what can you do? What do you need to get away from them and to own your own sexuality to be able to, you know, reduce those emotional anxieties to where it's okay for me to enjoy sex. It makes me human. It makes me an adult. It makes me, you know, a woman. It makes me a man to be okay with that. And it's funny because where did all the texts go? <laughs> where, where did all the chats go? Let me hear about maybe your sexual anxieties and give me a call. It's funny. Uh, Greg's talking about sexual anxieties. I need whoop, zip the lip. I get it. It's a very delicate situation. A lot of people with sexual anxieties are very, um, let's face it, it can be very embarrassing. And it cuts to the core in our essence of maybe who we are, who, you know, what our ego is about. And it's not easy. So maybe a lot of people don't want to throw stuff out there. Not only that, with the emotional anxieties or angst about sex that I talked about, are you going to be able to be open and talk to your partner about this, okay? I want you to be able to feel safe um, talking about these issues. If you don't talk about them, how is your partner going to, uh oh, dang it, sorry people, <laughs> how is your partner going to know and be able to help you for that, okay? Um, uh oh, um, Danielle, welcome. Um, I lost you for a couple minutes. Technical difficulties, apparently. Can you still hear me? The live button is still on on my end. Um, Danielle, let me know. Jeff, hey, welcome from Texas, Jeff. Um, let me know if you can still hear me and see me, people. Um, let me know if the show is still live, okay? I would, yeah, definitely clue me in. Let me know, okay? And I want to look at the situation to where, um, you know, are they emotional sexual hangups because of how you're raised? You know what? Challenge those beliefs. You know, it's not, it's very healthy. It's very normal to enjoy sex, to want sex. There's nothing wrong with it, okay? What you were taught doesn't make it true. And I get when we talk about, you know, as I mentioned before, not to keep repeating, you know, about the, you know, the insecurities, the emotional being controlled, powered about being raped, about being, you know, sexually abused and that, you know, you don't want to release it. You don't want anyone to control that. But I want you to understand that is you to control. It's nobody else to take that away from you like it was taken away from you before you own your sexuality to be able to work on that and help with that. Now, getting back into the situation about talking about your sexual insecurities, your sexual anxieties, how you feel about yourself and your own beliefs with your partner. I advise that. I do that on a daily basis um, in my office here in the D Detroit. <laughs> um, I, I do that on a daily basis. One, the, you know, man, woman, or even, you know, it could be lesbian or gay couples. It doesn't matter. You know, everybody has sexual anxieties, not everybody, I'm talking every demographic has anxieties, you know, surrounding sex 
one form or another, you know, based on past experiences, traumas, uh, belief systems, or body image. And I'm going to get into the body image aspect, you know, the physical attributes in a bit. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> ah, thank you. But um, to be able to talk to your partner about your insecurities um, and your belief systems. Now, and it's hard, right? Because you're being vulnerable and you're maybe puking out your guts and allowing them to do that. But I'm going to tell you, it needs to happen. It needs to happen and your partner better make you feel safe, right? Because if they don't, they make fun of you, they ridicule you, you're going to shut down. I don't blame you, okay? Hopefully your partner who you're with makes you feel emotionally safe in the first place. If they don't, then maybe that's a sexual anxiety that might be telling you something. If you don't feel emotionally safe or connected in a relationship, why wouldn't you have sexual, it might not be sexual anxieties. It might be just you're not turned on because of those situations. Being vulnerable will help release and help reduce those sexual anxieties. And I'm not naive. I get it. Your partner, your loved one needs to help you, you know, and listen to them and be there for you and work as a team. I don't want you to be on an isolated island that your sexual insecurities or sexual anxieties are just for you to deal with, okay? That's not fair in a relationship, okay? I want that partner to be there. And you listening out there, maybe your partner has sexual anxieties out there too, and maybe you're so, oh, shit, I don't know how to handle them, and you know what, don't talk to them about me. What would it take to be there and be empathetic and caring, and how can we be a team at handling and working through these sexual anxieties and, you know, getting through them? That's what it's all about, being partners, okay? Now, you know, and some people can't. You know what? I want to help you. I don't know how. I don't feel, you know, man enough. I, I'm nervous, too, because I don't want to say anything wrong. And it's like, do, do, do. Yeah, walking on eggshells are, you know, proverbial broken glass that you don't want to deal with it. So you shut that other person down because of your own insecurities that you can't help them. You don't know what to do. That's okay. You know what? I want you to be okay by not knowing. You know what? I want to help you. I don't know what to do, whatever, but I want to help you and work on this together. Would you be able to do that? Would you feel safe if your partner said that to you? You don't have to know everything. I don't know everything, but I want you to be okay with that, but you can work together and your partner or you are not left feeling alone surrounding the sexual anxieties and insecurities, okay? Um... The emotional ones are very, they're delicate, okay? Maybe the, you know, the other emotional insecurities is, what if I just suck? Sucking's a good thing. <laughs> that isn't what I meant. I meant sucking, it's being a smart ass. I meant sucking, you know, being not bad. You know, that you're, you think you're terrible and bad, right? So my sexual anxiety is I'm all worked up, whatever, because I'm not good enough. I'm not pleasing her. I'm not pleasing him. So I have these sexual anxieties. I put all this pressure on myself, and I'm not enjoying sex myself. I get that, right? Maybe you're better than you think you are, okay? Now, maybe you're not that experienced sexually. That's okay. But the willingness to learn, the willingness to say, you know what? 
can your partner, if they come up to you and say, you know what, I would like this, I would like you to do this, they're trying to teach you what they like, would you reject them because of your own insecurities, self-esteem issues, people, maybe, that you reject them or shut them down? Oh, yeah, fine, forget you, see if I ever have sex with you again, you say I'm bad, I'm this. Can you learn? Can you work through those insecurities and say, you know what? Yeah, I want to try those. I want to be the best lover, ooh, baby, that you've ever had. Or do you flip that script on yourself and, let's face it, do you take all that stuff personally or do you want to learn and grow from it? Okay? I want you to be able to learn and grow from it and not take the hit. Now, if your partner's coming, you know what, you're terrible, you're you're rotten, you're the worst sexual partner I've ever had. You know what, you're, now you're being a dick. Now you're being maybe mean, being a jerk, being a B-word, ladies, that you don't like to be called. Um, you know, now you're being a jerk. You need to come from the heart and do it out of a way of teaching, right? You want to do it out of teaching for your benefit, for the relationship benefit, okay? Work through the, you know, I'm not good at this. I'm not great at this. You know, can you learn? The willingness to address those insecurities, right, will help you get through the emotional insecurities and anxieties about sex that, you know what, I want to be better. What can I do? And a lot of people, oh, let's face it, right, they're going to look at uh, porn, right? I want to do this and that will make me a great lover. Mm. Not necessarily. Maybe it'll help. Maybe not. It might worry. So many people are worried about techniques, which is great. But if techniques aren't there, or say, you know what, if emotional connection is not there, then it sex becomes very mechanical, very robotic. And people out there, do you know what I mean? Maybe. Um, holy crow. Come on, people. Let me hear. Um, let me hear your text down. Hopefully people didn't lose the connection as well. I still have it live up here. Let's hope um, that it's going going okay, okay? Smooth sailing for now. But I want you to look at, are you able to work through those and talk to each other about the emotional insecurities? And you know what? Maybe I'm not good at this. Maybe I'm not good at oral sex. Maybe I have, you know, insecurities about that, that it's dirty, that it's nasty. Um, how can I work through those insecurities? I even talk about them in my book too, about, you know, how to work through those insecurities that it's not dirty, it's not nasty. Yeah, hygiene, yeah, I get hygiene's important. I am not throwing that out there. But that you can enjoy it, and that you don't have those hang-ups, that the power isn't about, you know, the power is about pleasing your partner. That's a lot of power, and a lot of people don't look at it that way. But you can get better at it, better by talking. What do you need? What do you want? Instead of shutting your partner down and saying, you know what, fine, I'm not going to try that. I'm not going to do this anymore. You know, see, fine, if I, I'm not even going to do this anymore. If you don't like it, too bad. I'm like, that's childish and that's immature. I understand it. Um, it's about your own insecurities and you're taking a hit because of those sexual anxieties. I get it. I understand it. But I want you to be able to work through those elements, right? And hopefully to work through those elements together as a team, big time as a team, okay? Now, going on the physical elements, this might be a very difficult situation, right? Um, body image issues, you know, it could be you have weight issues, right? Maybe you're larger than you want to be. You might be obese. 
you know, maybe your breasts aren't as big as you want them, as firm as you want them. Maybe your butt's not as big as you want it. Maybe you have no butt. Maybe you think your thighs are too skinny, too thin. Guys have the same issue, right? Maybe we have our arms aren't, you know, big enough. You know, we're not buff enough. We don't have the six-pack that all the men share or all the women share on Facebook. Ooh, look at this dream cake, right? <laughs> yeah, ladies, you do do that. I know that. So don't tell me it doesn't, you know, um, men are all superficial. Ladies, you are too. So men have insecurities as well. My chest isn't as buff as I want it to be. Um, that type of thing. You know, we're you know, penis size, right? I'm not as big. I'm not as, you know, maybe my girth isn't as big. I'm like a pencil dick, right? <laughs> uh, it's too skinny. We have insecurities too. And how do you work? around those situations, right? Can you be okay with how you are now, but would you be able to work through those? And if, you know, with the weight issues, you know, I get that. Can you own how you are now and still work on those situations? You know what? I don't like my belly. I don't like how much weight I've gained and it's hard. I get that. Can you own it and be, you know what, this is the way I am and I'm my own sexual being and I'm cool with it. Can you get to that point or would you be able to do something about it? You know, diet issues. And we know we, we get about, um, you know, genetics and DNA about family size and all this stuff. Okay. Some DNA, we can't do anything about it, but can you still own it and say, this is the way I am. I like it. You don't like it. Too damn bad, right? I own it, and I'm confident in how I am. Or would you be able to do something about the body size, okay? You know, eating habits, exercise. You know all the routines about that. It's not easy to make yourself feel better, and it's not for your partner. It's for you, okay? If you feel better and you can do something about it, by all means, do it. But I want you to be able to own yourself about that, okay? Um, mentioned, someone mentioned, I think most of us have an idea of our own and our partner's insecurities. You may not need to put it in a little extra effort. Um, I agree, but maybe can you be able to complement the areas that they are insecure about? That's, you know what? I love that idea out there that, um, you know what? Can you complement areas that you do like, and I'm not about lying about it, you know, do you, are you fake about it, right? No. Are you fake about it? Not at all. Are you able to look at and to address those issues that, you know what, you know what, I love this about you, and I love this about you, and a lot of women out there might say, oh, you're just saying that so you get laid. You're just saying this. So, well, okay, if I wasn't turned on by you, why would I want to have sex with you? Oh, because that's all you have right now. You know what? A lot of women, maybe men would go that way too, but I hear this a lot from women. That's all he has right now, so that's all he's going to get right now. He's with you because he loves you, because he desires you. So to be able to realize that, ladies, and to be able to, to you know, to own that is huge, okay? And I'm all about, you know, can you compliment other areas and not only compliment those areas in your partner, but can you accept compliments from your partner? A lot of people can't, like I just mentioned, as an example. Are you able to, you know what? Oh, thank you. Can you own it? A lot of people, oh, you're just saying it. You're just doing that. Again, because of your sexual insecurities or your body image, physical anxieties about that are 
getting in the way. Okay? And, hey, Kai, welcome on the discussion. She called in, thank you, from Wardcore Radio. Um, looking at, okay, there are many men who love fluffy women and vice versa. Ladies that love fluffy guys. I agree, Kai. There's a lot of people out there. They love, there's people for everybody, right? Um, I'm a short, bald dude. Kai knows this. Um, people that know me watching the show, I'm a short, bald dude. Um, maybe I'm a little sexy. Maybe I know, <laughs> but, um, there's a lot of women that don't like short dudes. Okay. I'm a short dude. I get that. I own that. I get it. I'm okay with that. You don't like it. There's women that do are okay with short dudes. I have no problem with that. I want you to dang it. Sorry, people. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> I want you to be able to. Um, own that and to be able to get at the situation to where, you know what, this is the way I am. I can't do anything about my height, okay? So why worry about it? You know what, this is me. You don't like it. Peace out. I'm going to find somebody that likes it. So are you going to be able to own your own body and be okay with that, okay? Um, someone else mentioned, you know, especially body image, you may not like aspects of yourself, but usually your partner is a lot more attracted to you then you even realize, you know what, I agree with this. And again, I don't want you to be arrogant. I don't want you to think, you know what, I'm all this and you're lucky to have all, all this. I don't want you to be arrogant. I want you to be confident. There's a huge difference in that element, okay? I want you to be able to accept compliments. Yeah, you know what, yeah, I know I'm all this. You're lucky to be with me. You're lucky to have this. You know what? Mm. I never promote that. Those people, I like to, maybe it's unprofessional, but maybe in my personal life, I like to play with them emotionally. <laughs> you know, uh, maybe they need to be, <coughs> excuse me, realize that their arrogance is a little over the top. Or maybe it's just your insecurities, right? Um, so I agree. A lot of people are more attractive to us than we realize then we give ourselves credit for, and I want you to be able to, to own that, to be able to say, you know what, my partner finds me attractive, and can I be okay with that? Can I realize that? And let's face it, when our insecurities hit us and we carry those insecurities, it makes us less attractive, and it's not because of our physical elements, it's because of how we carry ourselves, because of our own self-worth and how we handle ourselves, right? If we're always moping around feeling sorry for ourselves, confidence, I'm gonna let's face it, we all know confidence is attractive, and it doesn't have maybe a lot to do with the physical attributes, okay? So if you can own it and you can, you know, wear it, I like myself and you know, I love myself, I'm okay with myself. I don't like certain elements, but I can't change it, but I'm okay with it. We all have things we don't like about ourselves, but I don't want those to get in the way of of our sexual anxieties. And a lot of people with our sexual anxieties, and I mentioned at the very beginning of the show tonight, you know what? I can't have sex with the lights on because, oh my God, he might see this. I can't, oh, you know, how many women, they don't want to take their shirt off because they have image, body image issues because of their breasts, because of, oh my God, my belly will show. I have stretch marks. I have scars. Um, I had surgery. Um, this situation, okay, I don't want him to see the scar. Wear him as battle wounds, women. 
right? Men too, right? Wear them as battle scars. Ooh, I'm a warrior. I'm a sexual freaking warrior. Woo! <laughs> Can you own that? <coughs> oh my God, my voice. Can you own those elements and be okay with it, okay? They're maybe character building. Ooh, do you ever think about that? And, you know, oh, and not only this, you know, the body image, insecurities getting in the way of sex and the freeing aspect you know would you be able to like to have sex with the lights on and be okay and freeing with that um or let the sun shine in instead of blacking the room all out because trying to cover up would you like to be more freeing and be okay with that what do you think that would do for your own self-confidence and also for your own sex life and your own relationship building aspects would you be okay with that okay um, that's what I want you to work on and be able to be okay with. Um, if you can't love yourself as you are, then your partner can feel that. Confidence in yourself is an attractive feature too. Kai, I appreciate I, Actually, I think I just mentioned that. But no, I appreciate that. I agree, Kai, of course. <laughs> um, I agree. Confidence is how you wear yourself. And confidence can be sexy no matter what you look like. No matter, you know, not all of us are hot. Not all of us are attractive, but our personality can make us attractive. Our confidence, you know, being maybe humorous, maybe being empathetic, being caring, being compassionate for other people can make us attractive and make us sexy. So I want you to look at, you know, what can I do about my own body image? You know, can I work on the things I can, but the things I can't work on or do anything? You know what? I need to own it and be okay with that. And you know what? Screw everybody else. And I'm going to, I'll be with somebody that finds me attractive and finds me sexy, right? Be able to do that. And this sexual anxiety is not only with the lights on. How many positions? Ah, ladies, maybe men, right? I, I hear this on a weekly basis from men. Greg, you know, I'd love to do this possession, but my belly's a little bit big. I don't want her to think this way. You know, I don't want her to feel my belly. And ladies, right? I don't want to get on top because, and I mentioned this at the beginning of this segment, I don't want to get on top because my breasts sag or they're not big enough, they're not fluffy enough, they're not perky enough, not fluff, not perky enough. They're, oh my God, my belly is going to hang over. Um, my thighs are too big and I can't, I don't like this doggy position. I don't like to be on top. I don't like, you know, uh, whatever, right? Because of body image. How freeing would it be and how much more would you be able to enjoy your sex life if these sexual anxieties, emotional, and the physical body image elements didn't exist, right? Or maybe, forget about existing, right? I'm not going after a fantasy land. I'm not going after perfection. What if they were cut down even 75%, maybe even 50%? Would that make a huge difference in your own confidence level, in your own freeing sexually in your relationship? Would that make a huge difference? You think about that. Only a 50%, I say only, 50% is huge. We don't have to go for the full, you know, 100%. What if you were just 50% reducing your sexual anxieties, either physical elements, body image aspects, and the emotional anxieties that you have about sex and about your own self-worth and all that as a sexual being and to be okay with that, would that be more freeing? Would you like yourself? Would you be able to, it'd be 
ironic. I would love to see how people carry themselves. And it's funny how I see couples and even individuals with these elements. You know, when I start therapy, start counseling sessions with them, they come in and they might be, you know, they're sad and you can see their insecurities and they hide them. They try to pretend that they don't exist and they put on a front and I get that, you know, and it's, it's so cool to see how people carry themselves, you know, after a couple sessions, after one session where they're allowed to feel and have permission to own their sexuality, to own their confidence, and how they, they, they walk straighter, their head's more perky, they're more bubbly, more lighter, they're a lot, they walk lighter, their, their eyes are bigger, they're, they're smiling more, and it's real, it's not fake, it, it's so cool to see, and I love seeing it, that's one reason I do this, to see those changes in people, to have people happier and enjoying their relationships more, their sex lives more, and their own selves more, okay? So think about this. Um, hopefully it helps people, okay? Um, I'm all about helping people out there. Make sure you check out my book on Amazon, please. Um, it's an ebook or paperback, Love's Essence, The Relationship Guide. My website, theartofrelationships.org, okay? I'm live here. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern, and I'm proud to join the Worldwide Core family. Kai, thanks for the call earlier today. And everybody, new listeners to the show, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, much love, peace to everybody out there. And I'm going to announce the winners of the free book, again, for sharing my stuff. Uh, Don Bubbles, Colleen Davis, Kim Wilton, Monica Polica. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, everybody. Take care. Be safe out there. Much love and peace to everybody out there. Let's keep spreading the love and peace to everybody out there, okay? Much love. Take care. Hey there. <clears throat> I it, it well this what happened. There it was uh I ran into this when I first had Sam. Um there was like echoing, there was uh uh delayed. It, I ran into this before and that's why I have it <clears throat> and I have all the settings right and everything. I'm like, damn, what the hell's going on? And I ran it Yeah, what I'm, I'm not using any headphones, whatever. I'm trying to run it through. I haven't used a mixer since I went to the Facebook Live thing, and I'm still I'm able to run through Spreaker and that without a mixer, which is cool. But And I tried doing that with the Sam and just putting it through. I have it set up through where it picks up the mic on the webcam. And um, it, it I ran through all this with the mixer, too, on my Sam. Uh, you're... Uh, 
whatever, a year, two years ago now, <clears throat> I ran through that even with the mixer, and I'm wondering, I have to all fart around with it, and it, it echoes, and then it goes, da 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 you know, the sound, it stutters. I ran into this before, and I said, I can't run it this way. So that's why I went ahead and closed it down. <clears throat> that's why you weren't able to hear it on a show. I don't know if they're on the Worldwide Core website or if you have any, if you can, um, I don't know if you can share it on the website. And I can send it because I recorded, oh, great, now i got to cut it, damn it. I'll cut it. I'll have to do that. Um, 